0: This episode brought to you by the Roster of Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterofmedia.com. Outstanding. Another episode of The Russell. We're back, everyone. Lance,
1: how you doing? Doing good. oh not that great. All three of my teams lost this week. But
0: doing good. I'm. <laughs> um, uh, I got four good teams because I told you I got eight leagues. Four good teams and then four bad teams. It's really upsetting because you, obviously you want all eight to hit, but reality sinks in.
1: Anyway, well, it's the holiday week. This is true. That means we got more Thursday games than any other week of the year. This is very very true.
0: We're going to get into that. First, we're going to hit the studs and the duds of week 11, review some things, go over these this crazy week. Um, before we get started, you guys know, you know, we say it all the time, make sure you get out there, follow the Russell, or Rosser Up podcast, the Russell. We're all over social media, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Snapchat. No, not Snapchat, not yet. TikTok, soon coming. Uh, Twitter, our website, Roster Up Media. And obviously, go follow your favorite team that we have currently. Anyway, Lance, you want to get into some news?
1: Sure. Let's get into the news.
0: <clears throat> no drop. We no
1: ooze with us today.
0: Yeah, no drop because there's no ooze today, but he will be back for the next episode. So, first off, A.J. Brown got hurt during the game. He had uh, x-rays. They they came back negative on his ribs. He's going to undergo some more um, x-rays. And hopefully should be good to play for next week. Fields left the game with a bruised rib. Andy Dalton came in, lit it up. But he's someone you have to monitor if you've been streaming a quarterback. Um, C.D. Lamb left the game with a concussion. So first reports came out, said he's going to definitely miss the Thanksgiving game. And then a lot of reports now are coming out that he may play. So something to monitor, you know, it's a short week. Um, A lot of guys playing on Thursday. So like we said, you got to kind of keep up with your news, your alerts, and just monitor things because we're going to have a lot of teams that are kind of, you know, a lot of players that are iffy come Thursday.
1: And look, the honesty is turning around, turning around after concussion for a Sunday game is hard to do. Turning around for a Thursday is even worse, especially yeah. when you played the late game. Yeah, this is very true. I, I mean, I would monitor that situation. I would make sure you have somebody to put in there. Don't go scrambling on Thursday to try and find a receiver that you feel comfortable putting in, or getting burned, forgetting not to look at him and have him sitting in your lineup taking up a, uh, a big goose egg on your team.
0: Very good, very good advice. So for those who have Lamar, he was a very late scratch on Sunday um, with a non-COVID sickness, another person to monitor. Amari Cooper has COVID, and he's going to miss the Thanksgiving game because of the protocols. So Dallas will be so Dallas without, is down two receivers. Yeah, two of their two-star receivers. I saw a stat last uh, on the last game. It said forty-eight of the percent of the receptions are between Ceedee Lamb and Amari. So, we've been telling you guys go get uh, Michael Gallup. Um, you know, we'll get into the next show with, or no, later on this show with um, people to pick up. But you know, Wilson will be one of those guys. Maybe Dalton Schultz if he's still available, which he probably isn't. But you know, cowboy receivers are going to be um, high demand just because they play on Thanksgiving and it's, you know, the offense, hopefully they bounce back from that crazy game on Sunday. Anyway, uh, D hop and Murray missed their, third straight week this past Sunday. I think D hop has a thigh injury and Murray has an ankle injury. Um, you know, guys to still monitor their buys this week. So you guys will have another week without them. And you know, you'll be another, you know, two players to kind of, you know, fill into your roster, you're filling to your bench. Don't go scrambling like Lance said, you know, when it comes to Thursday or Sunday. And it will get real, you know, busy with life, seeing your family, blah, blah, blah. So make sure you kind of like pay attention before Thanksgiving because you will be there 10 o'clock or 12 o'clock afternoon. Just like, oh snap, I forgot to set my lineups. Anyway, Marquise Brown didn't play last Sunday. I forget what his injury was, but another person to monitor. Uh, Michael Carter was ruled out of uh, this game with an ankle injury. He's out for two to three weeks. Uh, Jamal Agnew, who is, you know, lately showing up with a little bit of fancy points. He is Ooh. out for the remainder of the year with a hip injury and then the crazy
1: thing was i was gonna put him as somebody to pick up last week and i was like just something about it and like sure enough he's out now
0: yeah and then you know tight end position real scarce but logan thomas is expected to practice so check him on your waiver wire he'll be another person we kind of bring up as well all right that was the news folks again like we always say check your app check your uh twitter for all these different um injuries and updates uh it's something to monitor you know all the time all the time all the time so let's get into the studs of week was 11 week 11 starting off with the quarterbacks lance you know i'll shout out a couple of names some stats and then you tell me you know who you're really impressed with or Guys were just like, this was just, you know, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity.
1: Yeah, let's do
0: it. So, leading the pack, we got Justin Herbert on that Sunday night game.
1: Bounce We've back.
0: got Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts running a mess, Cam Newton. Some of these other names are going to be really, like, back What in year
1: day. is it? Yeah. <laughs> we got Cam McCoy Newton. Newton. Kirk Cousins. Flacco, Dalton, yes. Roethlisberger
0: flacco that was the one that pointed out to me tom brady obviously still big ben um tyrod taylor so tyrod taylor
1: leading the team to a victory
0: yeah the biggest one to me that stuck out
1: was herbert he had
0: 34 then after that was rogers with 33 and then Everyone below them were in the twenties, like 26 and below, uh, except for Jalen Hurts because he had a couple. Yeah, of this was a this
1: in. was a better week for your quarterbacks. They they blew up in some cases more than they typically would. Um, so if you had a quarterback and you were probably more happy with your quarterback play this week than you were in previous weeks. Justin Herbert coming back strong. Some people might have started benching him, uh, which would have been a bad decision. Come this week, Aaron Rodgers is another one. People not trusting because he's putting up some duds in uh, the recent weeks. He put up a big week. He's got the Jets next. uh, No, he got the Rams next week, so you may want to temper some of your expectations, or maybe not. The Rams did get burned the last two weeks on defense. Um, Cam Newton, an expanded role uh, for Carolina, putting up big points. However, what you do have to keep in mind is he had three touchdowns. Still only had 168 yards passing.
0: Yep.
1: And so Cam Newton's not gonna catch Kirk Cousins by the end of the season. Um, my bet is pretty safe in the pocket there. Um, <laughs> especially considering you see Kirk Cousins' name is right next to him. Yeah. So Kirk Cousins is is still scoring. He's not gonna lead the Vikings to the playoffs, he's not gonna lead them to to Graceland, but uh he's gonna beat Cam Newton, which is important for me because of my preseason <laughs> bet. Um, but Cam Newton getting, getting work there, that it's nice. We'll see what he does in Miami next week. Um, we'll see if it can stick and, and if he can expand those passing numbers as he understands the playbook some more. Some of these people are just blips, right? Andy Dalton, you don't expect. Joe Flacco, you don't expect. Roethlisberger, he and most of his points were forced, to be very, very honest with you. He was throwing all kinds of passes. They needed to be thrown passes last week. Um, and in most leagues, he's still sitting on the waiver wire. So, it, Roethlisberger is the starting quarterback the whole year, and he put up one decent week for a quarterback. Uh, so, it's not anything to get get hot and bothered about. Very true. Very true.
0: All right. And over to the running backs. Yeah, moving on to the running backs. So – Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor,
1: Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Look at that. 51 points in that league. 54 in another league. Like, Ooze had him as a start? (laughs) Which is, at this point in the season, if you've got to question yourself whether or not to start Jonathan Taylor, you you probably should trade him to somebody else because you don't (laughs) appreciate the guy. Um, That being said, you just don't expect him to double his output. He's averaging 24 points, 25 points, depending on the league, and he ended up doubling his average. It's crazy. Um, so getting double the points that you expected, you probably you probably had too many points beating the, the person you were going against this week just having Jonathan Taylor. And I'd be interested to know, if you had Jonathan Taylor and you started him, what happened for you to lose? And, and likely what happened is you were going up against Austin Eckler. The boy had four touchdowns uh, and a sick block at the end of the game, which has no fantasy relevance to us, but the, he just does everything. And so Ooze was not very high on Austin Eckler at the beginning of the year. I would have taken him above a lot of running backs um, at value. Um, but I didn't, I did take Zeke instead of Austin Eckler in a few leagues. And, and I'm wishing I had Austin Eckler to be very honest with you. Austin Eckler is worth the first round pick. Jonathan Taylor is definitely worth the, worth the first round pick. We saw him go in one of our drafts, his number one pick. And you're looking at his scores now with, granted, he probably put a voodoo doll together with Derrick Henry's hair and, <laughs> and he took him out of the league. Uh, fast recovery to, to King Henry. But whatever he had to do to become the number one running back in the league, he, he's doing it and still showing improvement. Um, DeAndre Swift still in there every single week. Guy's getting his stuff. Nick Chubb coming back healthy. Christian McCaffrey finally seeing him on this list, which might mean because we mentioned them, he hurt himself and won't be in next week. Dalvin. Oh, wish that. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, he's one of those, puts up six points one week, puts up 20 points the next. Uh, James Conner coming on strong for a lot of people, but he's going on by. James Gaffney. Skin. If you put him on your bench, he scores points. You put him in your lineup, he scores nothing. Um, just what it is. And then you get to a bunch of middling running backs. Najee Harris, he had a touchdown, which kind of floated his points. Same thing with Clyde's Edwards-Hilaire. About those touchdowns, those guys didn't really do a whole heck of a lot.
0: Always remember, guys, You know, we're looking for, obviously, touchdowns, because that's what helped kind of, uh, who was it last year, Devonte Adams get you know be number one receiver I believe he was last year but we're also mainly looking for production you
1: know care He wasn't just on that yeah he just wasn't on that for touchdowns he would have needed a whole hell of a lot of touchdowns without catches and yardage to go with it so the touchdowns are nice but you definitely need more than touchdowns and touchdowns don't always come exactly as in the case in Calvin Johnson when Is one year with, I think, two touchdowns. Yeah. So pretty – the
0: quarterback list, pretty normal – or unnormal. The running back list, a little bit more normal besides a couple names. But let's keep it moving to the wide receivers. We've got –
1: We've got Elijah Moore sitting up there with Justin Jefferson. So Justin Jefferson's been putting it on a few weeks. He's been creeping up the rankings, which is good. I have him in two of my leagues. And uh, it was nice to get 33, 35 points from him. Elijah Moore, though, who's was down on the Jets Dolphins game. This was the one few jet that actually had great uh, points um, outside of him. I think. Uh, I don't think they had much other uh, than uh, Joe Flacco getting onto the board. Most of his yardage came to going to more. Yep. Um, we got Devante Adams in there. But Darnell Mooney, another one. Like Chicago wide receivers, we were down on Chicago. And rightfully so, typically we should be. But Darnell Mooney was able to put something together. So that's interesting and, and something you'll want to watch. Um, Especially
0: if Fields is out because most of that production came with Andy Dolan after yeah. Fields came in. But one thing I want to point out about him, I don't know if it's good or bad. 16 targets, which is a good thing. And, but only five receptions, which is a bad thing, Yeah. but still finished top four in fantasy points this week.
1: Right. We saw another Mercurial wide receiver, Mike Williams. He got up into those rankings, mainly on that last catch of the game, right? He barreled into the end zone, um, on that long reception, uh, that he took to the house. It wasn't a long pass. It was just a long run. Um, That's exactly what you're going to get from him. He's not Keenan Allen. He's not going to put up the points week after week. Keenan Allen's down lower on the list. Both wide receivers showed out a little bit, um, even with Eckler, chewing up four touchdowns. Um, Keenan Allen ended up getting 17 points without a touchdown, and that's because he got nine catches for 120, uh, 112. Um, Mark Hollins, wide receiver out of the Dolphins, nobody would have had him on their team. But he did technically score. So did Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle's been putting up a pretty decent rookie season. The only th- thing that's really hurting him is his name's not Jamar Chase, and he didn't put up Jamar Chase numbers at the beginning of the year. Right. Um, <laughs> he might have actually caught up the chase in production. But um, that being said, Deontay Johnson up on this list a little higher than Thielen, but mostly mostly Thielen is still. A little bit ahead of uh, Deontay Johnson. Um, the only other person, yeah, like the Chicago wide receivers. If Andy Dalton's in there playing, they might make that decision to keep Justin Fields, get him healthy, get him learning the playbook more, get him, get their offense built around them, To be honest, um, and they get they give him playing time, maybe they'll put in. Andy Dalton and and play out the rest of the year. That's only going to hurt their draft stock. So I I highly doubt that they'll end up keep doing that unless Justin Fields is really injured. Um, Both those guys, you shouldn't see on that list for the, the coming future that high as they were.
0: Very true. Very true. All right, let's keep it moving. Got some tight ends. Not a lot. I would say on the duds or studs rather. But yeah, you still, had Kelsey still putting some. his
1: average 15 points. Kelsey, he's he's good for those the the numbers that you're expecting. Dalen Waller Waller getting his, his way up there. Um it's really hard to to justify his pick still. George Kittle had a decent game, not a great game, a decent game. Uh just slightly better than his average. But Zach Ertz tearing it up. Tearing it up with uh a backup quarterback. Um, oh yeah. And we expected that, right? We we saw what they were doing with the other tight end that they had. I can't we think of his name? What's the name? Who uh, was uh, so soon did we forget? Max, is it Max Williams? Yeah, Max Williams. Yeah, yeah. Max Williams was was doing great for somebody nobody was drafting. Um, the only Zach Ertz to come in and show him what a seasonal professional does. <laughs> All right, let's
0: go to the duds on the tight ends. So for the duds on the tight ends, it's it's not a lot, I would say. We
1: yeah, had with bad points, Hunter Henry, Kyle I mean, Pitts, Kyle Pitts with his four points again. Get
0: Kyle out of Pitts, here with
1: a six-round draft pick on that guy. Kyle Pitts and
0: Conklin, I would say, are the major ones. Hawk and Gasecki.
1: No, they didn't hit their
0: projected, but they weren't far off either. So I wouldn't necessarily call them, you know duds but like Kyle Pitts that hurts because you expect him over your average based on where you drafted him so each week it's been you know really up and down with Kyle Pitts and the Atlanta offense which is you know me and Cody were talking about just a huge letdown almost Um, we went real big on them in the FFPC
1: and it did not work for I was afraid Kyle Pitts was I mean the guy's getting a lot of receptions and a lot of yards but you're talking about like he's setting rookie records for a tight end yeah. for a wide receiver for a tight end yeah. i mean like what kind of rookie records are we talking about the only other great rookies that we know about were hernandez and gronkowski and yeah. they both happen to be rookies the same year playing on the same team so they're eating into e- each other's production there like who else are you playing against as a rookie tight end yeah that being said they had this two great weeks where he was playing two suboptimal teams the Jets, and the Dolphins. But beyond that, everything started dipping. Two points in Carolina, seven points in New Orleans, eight points in Dallas, four points in New England. He's got Jacksonville this week. Maybe he has a bump back. But then he's got Tampa, Carolina, San Fran, Detroit. He may get a bump again. But then Buffalo and New Orleans, if you've still got leagues playing out until week 17. So... You should have drafted. You should have traded them after week seven. If you didn't, it's probably a little hard to get rid of them now, especially if your trade window is closing.
0: Oh, yeah. One good reminder you just brought up. um, Make sure you guys look at your trade deadlines because that's something to be very, very mindful of because, you know, once the trade line happens, you cannot trade anymore. So it might be coming up soon. I know one of mine's is, I think, this week. So you want to get your trades in. All right. Let's go to the duds for the wide receivers. So we had. um,
1: Cooper Cup didn't even put up any points. No points this (laughs) past week. (laughs) Very great observation, sir. (laughs) So.
0: Some people I have on my list right now. C.D. Lamb got hurt. A.J. Brown got hurt. I don't know. Some people are playing Cooks, you know, uh, from Texans. Metcalf didn't put up numbers. T. Higgins, Gallup. Michael Pittman
1: Jr. Yeah, Michael Pittman
0: Jr. So some of these bigger names kind of. Devontae
1: Smith, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, if you've been putting them into your flex because you needed it, um, it didn't work out for you this week. Yep. Um, that didn't help Devonte Smith didn't really do anything even though Hurts didn't exactly uh uh Jalen Hurts didn't exactly have a bad week either. Um AJ Brown being hurt, yeah. Kendrick Bourne didn't have as great of a week this week. Um but he he's I don't know, he's averaging 10 points a week. So if you're asking more than that out of him. You're asking too much.
0: Yeah. So I think the only person I'm really concerned about, maybe, you know, Pittman had a bad game. Mac, Michael Gallup just came back and that was just a bad game for the Cowboys. And then the other kind of guys got hurt and you, we don't expect that much out of cooks, but Metcalf two bad games after coming off the bye, and Russell Wilson's back. Like, is Russ going to cook again for the year is, you know, we're going to see production at Metcalf and Lockett anymore. Like, What do you think here in that aspect? Because Lockett did put up a good game.
1: Yeah, Lockett didn't have a bad game.
0: Um, But Metcalf
1: did, which is the concern here. Yeah. Well, Metcalf's always been one of those – he's not a – again, he's like a supercharged Mike Williams. He's not a Randy Moss. He's a supercharged Mike Williams. He's not a Calvin Johnson. He is a supercharged Mike Williams. He is going to have some of those games where his only highlight is chasing somebody down from behind on an interception. (laughs) Um, and literally that was the only highlight from that game because he was shut down and same things going on here, right? He's going to have games where he gets open and he's able to tear something off or he catches stuff across the middle and he's able to barrel his way past these people, or there's going to be games where he's just too covered and he doesn't have the footwork to actually get himself open. He doesn't have the discipline. He doesn't the calling the wrong place. So it's, it's one of those things where, he probably shouldn't have been taken above a wide receiver with a little bit more savvy than him and Tyler Lockett, and he probably shouldn't have been taken as high as he was in the rounds that he was because of where he was at.
0: All right, all right. Hoping for some positive regression though in that aspect, since I have him on one team where I'm currently second with Neil in our roster up league, actually. All right. Let's go to running backs. Um, Zeke Montgomery. Michael Carter got hurt. Gibson didn't really perform where you wanted him to. If you're starting, Zach
1: was a little low. Yeah. Williams was outshined by uh, Edwards Hilaire coming in.
0: Yeah, but he took back his role. So once he came back, it was kind of like expected. Um,
1: Josh Jacobs.
0: Yeah. Kind of pitiful. Anyone you're really concerned about who, like, didn't get hurt on this one?
1: Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Every single person on Dallas Cowboys. Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, um, and uh, Pollard, right? Every single person on there. I have no idea who's going to show up each week. They've got a coach that isn't exactly offensive-minded and not exactly progressive. Um, and I was just reading an article last week where they were talking about Dallas's unconventional offense and how they're keep scoring. Well, that unconventional offense didn't score this past week. What did they have? Two field goals? What was it? Three. Three? Three field goals?
0: So I don't know what Three was up goals. with
1: that game. Two interceptions. It was just terrible.
0: So I don't know what was up with that game because the over-under, we talked about it last show, was 55. And I even, like, asked the question, could it be higher? because they literally came off of games where they scored, you know, the over under was like almost 60. It, it felt like in both games, I think they put Mm -hmm. up 40 points last week and then they came here and it's just, I think it's the tale of the NFL. I have one friend who I used to be in the air force with shout out to Ross. Um, You just, the NFL is so unpredictable sometimes that you have an over under the highest one of the week, the two, One of the two of the most powerful offenses, and then they only score under like, you know, 20 points and 10 points for the other team. Like, it almost makes no sense. So, hopefully, this is just a weird ass game. Like, there's no other way to put it, at least in my opinion. But I do have some concerns, obviously, because of the fact that, you know, Amari's out. Uh, CD Lamb might be out for Thanksgiving. They play this Thursday. They do play next Thursday. So it's kind of like a regular week um, after Thanksgiving. I don't think but I've still, ever seen that
1: before. Two Thursdays in a row.
0: Yeah, they do that. They've been doing it the past two years. I rem- I've noticed. Really? Yeah. I think they had the Saints last year and then maybe like the Bears or someone the year before that. But um, they're like the only team that does that or
1: gets that, I think. They're the only team that plays on. Well, that's not true. They're one of the few teams that play every Thanksgiving. Yeah. Every Thanksgiving. As yeah. far as I can remember. Yeah. I mean.
0: So, all right. Let's keep it moving. These quarterbacks.
1: Some duds. Excuse yeah. me. Patrick Mahomes, seven and a half points. Dak Prescott, three points. Joe Russ. Burrow was kind of injured nine points Derek Carr. eight points
0: yep mac jones uh russ baker if you're you know streaming him all guys that didn't perform daniel jones
1: daniel jones was so bad they fired the offensive coordinator
0: yeah poor jason garrett um matt ryan with two points if you guys didn't hear about it today, he got released as the offensive coordinator today. So he'll be looking for a new job. It's the NFL, so he'll probably find one. But, um, I mean, we just talked about Dak and Mahomes. Anyone other than anyone else you're really concerned with? I mean, in my opinion, we already talked about Russ and Metcalf a little bit, but maybe it's just because of the fact that he hasn't played in such a long time. And who knows how bad his you know thumb, finger, or hand is bothering him. But,
1: uh... yeah, so Joe Burrow having two bad games in a row, um, it's not, not a good um, look for him, especially considering this game was after the bye. Um, mm-hmm. They're going up against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh defense isn't exactly easy to play against um, and they're conference uh, rivals, so division rivals. So it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be a little harder. And if we look back at what he did at Pittsburgh last time, he had three touchdowns and one interception, but he only had 170-some yards. So a lot of what they were getting the yardage based off of was either defensive play, turnovers, or the run game was actually getting them in position. Um, He's not thrown over – he has not thrown over 300 yards in some time, and he only threw 148 last week. Um, It wasn't a good showing from him, and it's two bad showings in a row. Um, he's only got one touchdown in the last two games. So this could be a sign of what he's looking forward to over the next few weeks. Uh, he's got a few defenses that could give him problems. He's got Baltimore up in about five weeks. He's got San Fran Denver after that, uh, right before that. And then he's got the, he's got the chargers, which not necessarily a hard defensive team. Um, but if they're able to get pressure up the middle on him, He's a young quarterback. He doesn't really know how to handle the blitz just yet, not in the NFL at least. Um, So Joe Burrow is somebody that I'm worried about on that list. All right.
0: Hopefully, like
1: I said, positive regression.
0: I don't have him on any teams except for one, but he's my backup, so not overly concerned. But for you guys out there, you know, take a look, see what's on your waiver wire for QB and, you know, make some uh, adjustments if necessary. All right, Lance, quick question, and then we'll get into some waiver wire. Um, I just lost my question. All right, I'm back with my question. This is two parts, so you can answer either or. It's like the same question. What did you learn from this year thus far to help you for next year, whether it be drafting or in season, or you can spin it as what mistake did you make this year and you won't make again?
1: What, what mistake? Um, I was down on rookies high in the draft, which also made me down on rookies late in the draft. So some some rookies that I didn't want anywhere near the top of the draft, um, were your typical Kyle Pitts, too high in my opinion. Jamar Chase, um was kind of unproven, but he was going around the same round as, uh, um, Kyle Pitts and, um, Devontae Smith and uh, Jalen Waddle. A lot of those guys, I didn't want to look at at all. Some of those guys were hit or miss, right? So by being that kind of blinded on those wide receivers, for the most part, it's just the wide receivers. It's not, it's not so much the, uh, quarterbacks. I don't think anybody has said that uh, you wanted any of those quarterbacks. And typically you need two, three years for those quarterbacks to really become super fantasy relevant outside of Cam Newton, who rookie season was incredible. Deshaun Watson rookie season was incredible. Um, For the most part, a lot of those guys, and they were running quarterbacks. um, Outside of that, these running quarterbacks were not the same caliber as Deshaun Watson or, and Deshaun Watson, I wouldn't even call a running quarterback. He's not necessarily the same mold as Lamar Jackson or Cam Newton, especially not his rookie season. Um, But these quarterbacks, they've all been underperforming as rookies, but the wide receivers, I've kind of shown a blind eye to. So I stayed away from Kyle Pitts, but that also meant I stayed away from Jamar Chase, which we were afraid with his drops in preseason that that was going to be a problem. So those highly touted um, wide receivers sometimes – you try and stay away from them because you're, you're like Patriots don't draft any good wide receivers. So I don't want to touch any of theirs where you, you come up with those reasons and and you may talk yourself out of a good value pick. um, Especially if you're looking in the 14th round and Jalen Waddle is still there.
0: Yep. For me, I'll go real quick. And it was when you're listening to this, you know, come up with your uh, answer as well. maybe, Provided on the next show might be beneficial to the listeners. But um I think mine is because I have so many leagues, which I don't recommend. Try and limit yourself because it's just a conflict of interest each week and is very, uh, you know, painful to watch some games because you're <laughs> wishing for like this one specific player to get exactly two points for you to win this league and not lose another. But anyway. Um, since I have so many leagues, I wish I had more diversity in some of the players I picked, especially in the later rounds or the mid rounds, because I got eight leagues and I don't have Debo on one league. Mm -hmm. And I'm like sick to my stomach. So, and I'm not saying get too crazy when you draft. Um, Obviously you're not going to put all your eggs in one basket, but like certain players that you kind of love, you know, you take them once or twice in a draft, if you got more leagues, maybe you take a flyer, you know, on someone else. Cause I only have Cooper cup in one league Debo in another, or I don't have Debo at all. And some of these guys can be really league winning players, especially, you know, when you're going up against these other guys who either know what they're doing or got lucky with some other players and you need to make kind of like either a playoff run, or you just, you know, wished your team was better or, you know, if you go back and what I like to do is I like to look back at my draft and be like, okay, if I made this pick versus that pick, how would my, you know, team kind of look or pan out? So that was a quick question. Let's get into some waiver wire pickups. Lance, why don't you just kind of list off a couple and I'll follow up at the end with any, uh, you know, ones I s- seem fit.
1: Uh, yeah, so some leagues, um, so let's, let's talk about, um, those players who need somebody for their Arizona quarterback, not going to be in there, right? Kyler Murray's not going to be in there. Um, you may not have, um, you may not want to start back, uh, back with somebody else going in there, um. Coming up this week, we got Tyrod Taylor going against the New York Jets. That might be somebody who's worth putting in there if you need some 19, 20 points. Um, Another one that's available in a lot of leagues is Andy Dalton. You may want to keep an eye on that situation, right? Because he was able to put those points up against the team they played last week. They're playing Detroit this week, and it's a Thursday game. So we're talking about highlights. We're talking about in the Dome. We're talking about Andy Dalton not being cold, not playing, um, not, not exactly being tired. He hasn't really had to play much this year. So maybe we're going to get a boost out of him and get another 20-point game out of him. Um, so keep an eye on fields and see if you need to, to stream Andy Dalton or pick up Tyrod Taylor if you're in a, in a punch, you're in a, you're, in a, you're in a situation where you need that backup quarterback um and then let's look over at the wide receivers because a lot of people are needing people to come in there um Valdez Scantling right had a big game last week he could still be in for another decent game not as big as last week but another decent game so I would look for him again with the Justin Fields look out for Marquise Goodwin um he was able to pick up a lot of points with Andy Dalton maybe there's connection there I wouldn't be worried about um uh, any Miami wide receiver. So don't go out of your way to pick up Matt Collins after having a good week because he's going against Carolina. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Those those four are pretty big.
0: Uh, just a few other players I'll follow up with. You know, if Cam is still out there on your waiver wire, if someone didn't pick him up, that's someone to probably look at. If you're desperate at a wide receiver, like I said earlier, Cedric Wilson for the Dallas Cowboys they play Thursday he might be you know one of two options for Dak Um, Van Jefferson you know the Rams were on a bye last week if he got dropped you may want to pick him up and then people might drop uh, Christian Kirk or have dropped uh, LaVisca Chenault some players that you kind of you know can keep on your radar now that Agnew's injured, and someone who's
1: been – They're going on a bye. Christian Kirk had a bad weekend going on a bye this week. So yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Those.
0: Yeah, those type of players that get dropped, you might want to just stash. And then one guy that's kind of been on my radar um, – I'm in one league that has return yards and big play points. Um, DeAndre Carter for the Washington – the. Washington football team I almost said like the uh, Redskins but um, he's been scoring a lot doing well above his projected uh, points and kind of just doing it real quietly we'll get a touchdown here and there but uh, if you're in a deeper league and need someone John Dre Carter might be someone for you keep them on your radar and then uh, I think Lance also, got most
1: of them go back to Go back to what we said earlier in the show. Look out for the Logan Thomas. He's coming off. Oh, he's yeah. available. Pick him up. Stash him. If he if he wasn't already stashed.
0: And there's not much at running backs, but Ty Johnson because Michael Carter will be out for you know two or three weeks. And if you're really desperate, you know Tevin Coleman because, like we said, Michael Carter is out. But I'm not saying go spend all your fab on these people or, you know, get crazy and drop someone significant. You might want to just take the lump at running back if it's that bad. But those are two options if, you know, need something. All right, Lance. Unless you got anything else for the people, I think we're done for today.
1: No, I think we're good.
0: We got through the studs. We got I'm through here for the, the turkey duns. day. Yeah. Everyone, I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, join us again. We'll have another episode hopefully before Thanksgiving. And uh, set your lineups. Check your check your lineups early. Check them tomorrow.
1: Check them Thursday morning. Make sure you make sure you get their good players in there. C.D. Lamb, look out.
0: First game is at ten Eastern. All right, that's it's been real. That's it here at the Russell.